Welcome to Alphabet Fly and Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through a fish writing book of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is uh, a person with nearly unlimited power and a uh, and an assassin. It is Justin and Alicia. Hello. Can I be the assassin? I'll have unlimited uh, sure. power. <laughs> Yeah, you'll only show up eight times, though. <laughs> Dang it. With, with unlimited power, yeah. Unfortunately, that happens to a lot of people with unlimited power in Marvel for some reason. Um, it's almost as like having someone with unlimited power and no characterization makes it real hard to write them mm-hmm. for so much. Mm-hmm. So indeed, much. indeed. Yeah. Uh, good reason why I don't like the Eternals that much, yeah. but... <laughs> But yeah, um, we're, uh, we're so we're going to be talking about Alpha, the Ultimate Mutant, and Amun. Um, so, uh, first one, Alpha, the Ultimate Mutant. Do you know who Alpha, the Ultimate Mutant, is? Justin is shaking his head yes, but I, do. I don't. So why don't you tell us? Isn't Al- Alpha is the, he was created to be the perfect mutant, and then was, he was like, oh no, you're the bad guys, and he de-aged a bunch of the Brotherhood or evil mutants to babies. Yes, he's the reason why... Magneto did not get charged in international court because he argued he was technically a new person because he was turned into a baby and aged back up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. (sighs) Solid argument. I I know. It's good. It's a really good (laughs) argument. Um, But yeah, so uh, what do you think he looks like? Do you remember what he looks like? Um, He's like a watcher, but without the dressings. You know, he's just kind of like a, kind of a big, I don't want to say a thick a big guy, baby, but yeah. like he's just kind of a big baby almost. Well, well okay, he's, he's, he looks like the Watcher without the baby proportions. Right. Also, he has a scale for some reason. Mm. Yeah. That's him. Um, he only shows up eight times, and two of those is in Quasar, which I'm going to eventually read, because apparently a lot of crazy stuff happens in that. Um because Marv Wolfman wrote it. I think it was before he did the Teen Titans. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so, Alpha the uh, Ultimate Mutant. Uh, real name is Alpha, which, by the way, is also the name of another character that a lot of people hate. Mm. Uh, from Power Rangers? No. <laughs> from uh, Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah, he was supposed. Alpha was supposed to be Spider-Man's, like, sidekick. But instead of having, like, a giant size issue... The writer was forced to put it out uh, over three issues, and everyone thought it was going to be like a thing, and it wasn't a thing. It was supposed to be a one-off issue thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, fun story about a back backstory about a character I don't think I'll ever talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, alias is none. No dual identity. Occupation is explore. Um, citizenship is inapplicable. Place of creation is a underground, abandoned, deviant city in New Mexico. Ooh. Uh, the only known relative is Magneto, who is his creator. Um, also, can you call him his... Okay, wait. Is this a Shatterstar situation, right. technically? 
Oh, no. Because, like, okay, so if someone turns someone into a baby with their powers... Does that make them their father? Father mommy? I mean, especially if you're going to argue that he's now a different person once he's de-aged to a baby, Alpha gave him new life. Oh, no. One could say... So okay, so so one would say he now he has he has another father. Wait, does that mean Alpha is? I'm gonna see if I get a. T- uh, I'm gonna. I want to post that question over Twitter. I want to see what I get of that. But but yeah, I I want to just say that maybe Alpha is Magneto's father now. Maybe because he's a new person. Yeah. Um. Uh, his uh, education is self-taught, and he first appeared in uh the Defenders issue number fifteen. Uh, in 1974, Panic Beneath the Earth. Uh, and, of course, the cover has a different uh, title. <laughs> um, oh, do you have it up in front of you? Yep. Because if you do... Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so, oh, oh, there's Cover Piece Theater in this one. Oh, that's the wrong hey, one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> cover Piece Theater. Okay, so this is Fairly Early Defenders. Um, you have, well, they're underground, uh, you have Magneto and, uh, Doctor Strange, they're shooting magic at each other, because at this point, magnetism is magic. Obviously. Uh, you have, you have, uh, Nighthawk, uh, not the good one from Earth 715, or no, 712, uh, it's, uh, Cal Richmond from Earth 616, who really sucks. He just sucks so bad. Um, but he fly. He's flying into uh, the blob's belly, and you have the Hulk punching uh, Unus the Untouchable. Yeah, and it's not touching him. Actually, that's a preview to like a really good uh, Hulk story. Oh, really? Because uh, basically, Unus the Untouchable's uh, shield is becoming too powerful, and the Blob who, un- okay, th- I mean, it feels coded. It feels like they're boyfriends. Mm-hmm. It feels coded like they're boyfriends. It, not you know textually, but subtextually, yes. Um, but Unis was starting to basically like, start starve and stuff because like he couldn't. His shield was like too powerful, basically, mm. and it was just him and the uh, the Hulk, the Blob, and the Hulk just trying to beat that shield down so like they can you know be together and hold hands <laughs> be, because be intimate. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So, what is uh, Magneto saying? He says, "Go ahead, defenders, unleash your full powers, your greatest strength." And Blob. And when you're done, we'll destroy you. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the cover has a different uh title, and it's "Panic at the Earth's Core." This uh, I so. remember when I read this issue. I think it's one of the only times I've seen Magneto in this coloration. Oh, yeah. It's opposite day. Yeah, it is opposite. <laughs> so it's probably an aching mistake. Right. <laughs> honestly. Uh, I love those. Early early defenders up until I want to say like the third year or so wasn't really taken seriously. Really? Poor defenders. Hey, you know, well, you do what you can. Well, well, the thing is, like, Defender still has, like, one of the longer-running, like, like B-tier team, like, as a thing. Like, they've ran for, like, you know, 200-something issues or so. And it's a pretty you solid know, lineup, count- too, especially the original ones, and then even the the second iteration. Yeah, 
uh, I kind of hope they do a defenders type thing because like I'm a sucker for defenders, mostly just because I want the headmen to be a thing yeah. in the MCU. I know they're not. I mean, I know it's going to probably be a joke thing, but the headman is just. Oh, I love that storyline. By the way, uh, Alicia. Yes. Oh, Alicia. Uh, maybe look up the headman uh, storyline from Ooh. the Defenders. Ooh. It's it's a story um, that made a lot, not a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, let's just say there is there is I think five brain swaps. Oh no! In one, not one person's body. There's at least five brain swaps happening. That's too many. Yeah, but it's it's a lot going. And Ruby and Ruby Thursday as well. I love Ruby Thursday. Um, <laughs> she sucks, but also I love her. Okay, but okay, but the uh, but yeah. So his history. Uh, so stumbling upon the wreckage of a long abandoned deviant city, uh, mutant terrorist Magneto, or some would say a correct person, mutant Magneto. hero. Mutant hero, <laughs> of Magneto. They discovered like an experimental evolutionary information and technology that the uh, half human, half deviant Maelstrom had placed there from Defined. That's the whole thing, by the way. Maelstrom, uh, definitely top tier Avengers villain that everyone remembers. <laughs> Maelstrom. Yep. Uh, he did a really cool thing where his his minions were basically just like he he had basically had an evolutionary array and he just looked around like the desert he was in. It was just like, okay, rock, you're now a person. <laughs> Lizard, you're a person. Cactus, you're a person. Oh man, uh, that that's fun. Um, so Magneto basically used this technology to make his own ultimate mutant. Uh, person worse than uh Magneto, Xavier, <laughs> uh, and the Defenders teamed up. To intervene, but the you know Brotherhood of Evil Mutants battled them until Magneto hatched uh, Alpha the Mu- Ultimate Mutant from its uh, glassine chamber. Uh, initially, the uh, an enormous and speechless brute, it continually evolved. Uh, Alpha was like uh, physically defeated the Hulk, and then at uh, Magneto's command, teleported the Brotherhood to the UN. Uh, Magneto. You know, did the thing he does with the UN and says, hey, make me ruler. <laughs> I don't even think that's the first time. I think he's done that several times. Yeah. Sounds like a classic Magneto when move. He, when he basically just proclaimed to the world, like, hey, I, Magneto, should be in charge of everyone. Bow or I'll kill you all. Most of the time, he like he's like controlling nukes or like nuclear subs or sentinel robots or something. But like you know, this time, he's just like, hey, look at this big baby. <laughs> Look at this giant baby I made. He's going to make me into a baby. He's going to become my father. <laughs> it's canon. Oh, man. But uh, so Magneto, like, you know, was just like, hey, make me rulers. And basically t- uh, trapped all of them until they acquiesced. Uh, but then the defenders arrived and battled the Brotherhood. But after Magneto, like, ordered Alpha to slay them, uh, you know, Xavier and Doctor Strange said, hey, you know how you're like real smart and stuff like maybe magneto's wrong and we should just do respectability politics that always works right (laughs) yes people will always respect minorities (laughs) especially if they're respectable classic uh, if if the mutants are just nice enough to the humans then they will stop killing them yes no one will definitely use religious reasons to try to genocide us every 10 issues nope (laughs) That's <laughs> so, um, but then, 
uh, Alpha stopping being a libertarian and becoming, you know, a radical centrist said, hey, this is bad, what they're doing right now. Let's turn the Brotherhood of Mutants into babies. Let's reset them. Yep. Uh, and then... Keeping the Brotherhoods as infants, he erased, like, the day's events from the minds of all the bystanders. And then he, uh, left to see, seek his destiny in space. Eventually, he was captured by the Stranger and subsequently imprisoned aside the, like, the highly evolved futurist, whose name is Randolph James. And then the pair escaped when the Overmind, like, assaulted the Stranger's Overlab world. Um... I don't want to explain The Stranger. That's another one I'm uh, treading, <laughs> by the way. The Stranger. I don't want to. <laughs> yes. There's some characters. He's up there with Gravitron and Count Nefaria. I don't care about them, and they're super complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's him. Uh, he has the power to do whatever he wants. Whatever just, he wants. Just carte blanche. You can do it. Yep. So, that's him. Uh, let's get to the assassin. Okay. Amun. So, uh, what do you, do you know anything about Amun? No. He, they're, they're an assassin. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know that. (laughs) That's all Uh, I know. Well, uh, so they're, well, this is what they look like. Ah. They are an Egyptian teen boy who has magic. Ooh. Um, his name is John, uh, Kaseya. And this alias is mystery, which is, Amun just means mystery in Egyptian. Oh, cool. Um, And he's also called the Hand of Death. His identity is secret. He has uh, two of the best occupations, assassin and student. (laughs) He's he's part of deadly class. (laughs) He learns to kill. Well, it's more like he's a student so he could become an assassin of a person who he's in class with. Ah. His citizenship is Egypt. His place of birth, also Egypt. Um, we know he has a father who's dead. He used to work with the Sisterhood of the Wasp. And that's Wasp as in the um, stabby bug, not the, you know, <laughs> white, affluent. Anglo-Saxon Protestant? Anglo-Saxon, yeah, Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Um, he has a high school education. And uh, he first appeared in Aranya issue number two. Are in, are you are you aware of uh, the Aranya? No. Uh, I I've heard it, but I could not tell you what it is. Okay, so Aranya is, and I will send you a link. It's uh, Aranya Heart of the Spider is the yes thing. Um, so Aranya, um, as a young Hispanic at that point boy, um, at that point boy, uh was super into this because she basically is a Hispanic spider girl at this point. Um, she is now, sp- she's now the spider girl. Uh, she has a, uh, but like the costume looks great. I love the, her costume so much. Um, it's, uh, and, um, she was the one that was debuted in the 2000s amazing fantasy, a series at amazing fantasy 15, which was, Parallel to Amazing Fantasy Fifteen for you know Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, and she means a lot to me. I love her look, um, and her whole deal is great. Um, now, 
but yeah, she first appeared in Aranya issue number two uh, in April 2005. A Tangled Web. Mm. Created. I mean, he was created by the person who wrote this. One moment. Created by Fiona Avery and Roger Cruz. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so uh, Amun is a ruthless teenage assassin employed by the Sisterhood of Wasps uh, to serve under the mage Vincent after Aranya interrupted the ritual to initiate the Wasps' new chosen one. Amun became an, uh, a mercenary at a young age, driven by the murder of his father. Mm. He passed the audition for the Wasp employ, battling Aranya and uh, critically injuring her partner Miguel. Uh, Amun like transferred to Aranya's uh, high school, where Anya's uh, best friend uh, Lynn developed a crush on him and recognized and Anya like recognized him as the Wasp assassin. While Amun saw uh, Anya's tattoo and was like, "Hey, you're the person I'm supposed to kill." Awkward. Yeah. At first, like, he threatened, like, Anya's father. I mean, well, a family, I should say, and loved ones. But after Aranya, like, saved his life during a gunfight, he was just like, hey, this isn't personal. I'm not going to, like, tell anyone your identity. And I'm only going to attack you if I was, like, paid to do it. <laughs> it's just work. This is yeah. a job to me. For, for work, I'm going to murder the hell out of you. But, but in for, you school, know, outside let's of be work friends. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he secretly became fascinated with Anya, like, respecting her greatly, and he learned that Felix Jade, the crime lord uh, Anya blamed for her mother's murder, was not the culprit, uh, but informed her of this, like, a little too late to stay her vengeance. After the Sister of the Wasp uh, fired him, uh, Amun informed Anya that he was no longer her enemy and went into hiding, intending to strike at the Wasp before... They killed him first, so. Dang. Yeah. They got him. Um, He doesn't really show up in a lot either, so. Um, Looks cool, though. Yeah. I think of the two, I like him better. (laughs) Yep. He looks a lot better. Like, he shows up in 11, 12. He shows up in 13 issues, which is a, a respectable amount. More than Alpha the Mutant showed up. Ultimate Mutant showed up. He showed up in, like, eight. If you're not counting Reaper um, mm-hmm. or the handbooks. But uh, yeah, is so he's 5'6". He's as tall as me, so that's cool. Uh, he weighs 145. He has blue eyes, black hair. Um, what they didn't mention in his history is he can run up to 160 miles an hour using the power of the re uh, re That's R-E-W-I. Mm-hmm. He has limited uh, spellcasting ability. He has, like, real good aim and agility, real good at punching and stabbing things (laughs) and hiding in the shadows. He also wields uh, sharpened metal onks, which he can throw as fast as bullets. So really just stealing Moon Knight's whole thing. Um, And that's him. Pretty cool. Amun. Yep. Do you you, uh, have anything else to say about either of the people before we uh, get to trivia time? You know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm the oversized god baby. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm the ninja assassin yeah, slash that, student. That's totally cool, and <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you. But at the same time, I just feel like did you just were you just gonna Kanye West my Taylor Swift? Is that no, was that who it was? <laughs> yeah, were you just about to? I'm a, I'm really happy for you. I'm really but... happy for you, but Alpha is the greatest 
character of this episode. Disagree. Strongly disagree. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So, trivia time. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? Okay, so, what? Who left the equipment to make Alpha the Omega? I mean, sorry, not Omega Mune, sorry. The Ultimate Mune. Wait, I don't know the answer. Who left the equipment? Because they left it in that cave area that Magneto finds it. And he usually- yeah, it's only the most memorable Avengers villain ever. No. Top one. No. Comes uh, back all the time. You said it and I don't remember because it's not memorable. <laughs> yeah, it's Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Ah. Dang. I think it's Minion Gila, which is literally a humanoid uh, humanoid uh, lizard. Gila <laughs> lizard is, is more memorable than him. Uh, and for Amun, what organization was he an assassin for? The Sisterhood of the Wasp. Winner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Redemption. So, um, but yeah, uh, so that kind of ends the, the week with y'all. Uh, thank you for recording. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having us. Thanks for imparting yeah. knowledge on these characters that some we knew, some we did. I feel like it was a, a hearty dose of like, all right, I rock with the Zazel. <laughs> all right, Alpha. A little bit, of, a little bit, you know, a little bit, you don't. Slash a lot of bit, yeah. I don't know. Adam, too. Yeah, so a good majority <laughs> of the characters I cover, uh, a lot of people won't know, and that's why I like covering them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes me be able to well actually people and pull up more obscure stuff about the about uh, comics, uh, uh, which only gives me joy like five out of ten times. So fifty percent, yeah, good fifty percent, worth it. Um, but but yeah, uh, what uh, what do you have to plug? Oh. Well, we are The Ex-Wife Podcast, and you can find us all over the internet at The Ex-Wife Podcast or TheExWifePodcast.com, which is T-H-E-X-W-I-F-E, as in X-Men, not former wife. We talk about the current books, everything Krakoa, and literally anything with a mutant on the cover will <laughs> likely pick up just because. Uh, looking you have at you, to. Looking at you, Crips of the Shadows, or what, what was it? Yeah, something like that. Something Crips like of Shadows. That. You know, because Laura Laura Crips. Kinney's on the front, so yeah, I got to figure out what's going on in there. Uh, how is uh covering the judgment? Oh God! Well, <laughs> we are we, we are very split, and I will tell you, I'm I'm over it. I'm I'm ready for judgment to be passed and and done. Alicia was out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a it's a month or so ago. It I actually kind of feel like now that it's wrapping up and getting to the to its conclusion, I actually like it better. I feel like overall the story is really interesting, but I don't think it needed to span over the number of issues and the number of months that it did. This is also Alicia's first Marvel-wide crossover. It's too much. And <laughs> um I tried to say we don't need to read everything of it, but but the yes, fact, we do. No, we don't. The fact that a uh, most of the story happened in X-related books, I was already going to pick them up anyway. So okay, let me rephrase that. Maybe your average person doesn't need to read every single one, but I, Alicia, need to know every part of a story that I am reading. So I need to read every single tie-in. Okay, I'm gonna challenge you to the civil uh, to the civil war, <laughs> and uh, 2015 2015 uh, Secret Wars probably. Okay, that's actually pretty enjoyable. 
that's pretty enjoyable, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, 2015 Secret Wars. I've, I've read, well, that's Hickman's Secret Wars, right? Yep. Yeah. And I've read the main title, but that's it. Oh, okay. I'm not. So this is, I'm a veteran when it comes to going through events and stuff. Um, I am lukewarm on most of them. I think a lot of people are. Um, but I will say Secret Wars. Um, most of the tie-ins, you don't really even need to read. You definitely want to read Thor's. Def, um, the group miniseries doesn't tie at all to Battle World, but is one of those series that I literally cried because of how cute it is Aww. every issue multiple times. I love Groot. It's it's literally just Groot and Rocket, and it's just them to get their friendship, and nothing nothing gets me more than good friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really good um, Secret Wars 2015 stuff. Uh, Modok Assassin, where he becomes a mechanical organism designed only to kiss. Um, <laughs> and I'm saying that in jest, but he basically falls in love with Angela. A- a- Angela, the, the witch. Uh, sorry, Angela, the, the angel that we don't get it anymore. Uh, and <sighs> there's a lot of good stuff there. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Yeah. Secret Wars. I mean, Secret Wars is pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed the main title. I've read it recently, actually, when they announced Secret Wars the movie, just because of the connection to incursions happening in the MCU. Mm. I, oh, no, no. Okay, even better. Uh, if you ever want to have another side project that will literally take all of your life, <laughs> just cover all of Hickman's uh, run up to, secret, uh, to the end of Secret Wars. Yeah. Wolf. All the Hickman. Yeah, so Wolf, that sounds all like the a Hickman. lot. So Avengers, well, Avengers, Fantastic Four, and uh, New Avengers, which, by the way, they're, oh my god, I, yeah. they're so good, <laughs> but also so much. I think you have to read, like, 200-something issues. Oh my god. Like, to read, to get, to cover all of it. But then do you have to go back to Ultimate Fantastic Four to get the creator backstory? <laughs> <laughs> You've been stumped. Oh, man. No. Mm, okay, here's the thing. I am a defender of Ultimate Fantastic Four. I'm a defender of the Ultimate It got me into Ultimate actually Universe. wanting to follow continuity. Yeah. Like, it got me into wanting to follow continuity, which is, I used to just pick up stuff and read, and just like, hey. Like, I've been reading comics since I was seven, up until I was like 13. I was just like, hey, I just want to read about, com- I mean, you know, superheroes. Ultimate Fantastic Four got me into wanting to follow continuity. And I will say a good chunk of it is good. It is a version of Reed that I feel like a lot of people think 616 Reed is. I'm going to say 616 Reed, I don't like him. But mostly because he doesn't think past like the first step. Mm. He just makes the problem and then fixes it. Um, instead of thinking, hey, what if I, I don't know, not give my son therapy that's a god and <laughs> allow, allow him to have create demons? repeatedly in his night nightmares but um whoops but uh that's part of the hickman run by the way of of also ff oh my god ff is so good um if you want prime franklin content like ff is like that's the way to go okay all right um good to know but yeah there's a lot there's a lot i don't know uh there's yeah but ultimate though the thing that i don't advise with ultimate fantastic four is Greg Land draws a lot of it. Mm. Yeah. And if you want super sexy, almost O-face all the time, Sue Storm. 
Sounds aggressive. And same face, and same face dudes. You got it. The story's there. The story's there. The art. Not so much. Not so much. Also, that's where Marvel Zombies started. Oh, cool. Marvel Zombies is fun. I don't know. I can I can recommend books all the I can recommend <laughs> books like all day. Um Secret Invasion's great too. Dark Rain's great. Okay, so I'm gonna stop. But <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah. So but yeah, so this has been uh Alphabet Flight and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.